0: We know that people skim, so the way your website is designed helps not only tell search engines what's important, but it also helps people get to the content they need. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the duo and Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and branding. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 71, and I'm so excited to dig into why our two offerings go perfectly together. Other than just Court and Abby, our actual offerings being SEO and design are two of our favorite things to do. And in fact, they complement each other so dang much. So how can having a strong brand help with your SEO? And yes, this means both visually and from a strategy perspective. I am not just talking about your logo, although the way your logo looks is definitely important, but I'm talking about your brand overall. So everything visually that showcases your brand, along with the strategy behind it, your mission, your vision, your brand's personality, your brand's voice, identifying who your audience is, and all of those traits should be very clear. And if that is very clear, then that can absolutely benefit your SEO. So let's go ahead and talk about how having a strong brand can both help with SEO and your organic reach. So first is page experience. Your overall website and that page experience that you're portraying is a ranking factor, meaning that if, your website performs better, you have the ability to rank higher on a search engine page than someone else. So there are tons of ranking factors out there, but actually summarizing everything in terms of page experience is one of them. So this means that a visually appealing layout that makes you want to scroll and consume all of the content In addition to being easy to navigate, so you have a very easy to use navigation and footer, all of those navigation buttons and how you experience the page relates back to page experience because the more time people spend on your website, that is an indicator of overall page experience and tells them that if there's a huge time on site that people like your page and the experience is nice because why else would someone have a huge time on site? You can actually measure time on site as a metric in your Google Analytics too to see currently, like how long are people hanging out? And this might be kind of shocking, but Less than a minute is pretty standard. And if you have a minute average time on site, that's actually really, really good. But sometimes people go and look at their pages and their averages are seconds, like 10 seconds. That's an indicator that maybe your page experience isn't as strong as you think. So there's tons of things to do with your design, both visually and from a strategy perspective that help build this page experience on your website. So having playful patterns, having well-designed headlines, using brand icons, especially if they're being used to help uncomplicate your offerings or simplify things. We talk about this all the time because from an SEO perspective, having having content is a good thing. Like you need to have a lot of content on your website. We don't just want pretty pictures. We need the actual copy. We need the key words so that Google and other search engines can index it. But we also know that no one is going to read every word on your website except for maybe a copywriter. <laughs> but we know that people skim, they love to skim. So the way your website is designed helps that it helps not only tell search engines what's important because your headlines are super important but it also helps people skim your page and get to the content they need therefore creating a better page experience so that brand design absolutely comp complements that whole experience therefore furthering your seo performance so that's number one page experience number two is having great brand images so this not only goes from actually investing in brand photography because this is super duper important just from a consumer or an audience member landing on your page and resonating and seeing you but it's also goes to show the same thing when it comes to stock photography that you're leveraging. So we love in our brand packages, we always include source stock photography that matches your brand aesthetic and style and giving you key pointers on what that is. Are you light and airy? Are you moody and more dark images? What are those things that resonate with your brand and with your audience? And then we actually go out and source those stock photos for you from free sites like Pexels, like Unsplash, even Canva. If you have Canva Pro, there's tons of amazing images in there. You just need to be able to search with the right keywords so that you're getting the right types of photography that aligns with your brand strategy. But anyways, how this relates back to SEO is that if you live in a visual industry, think about Google images. Think about how people are searching on a Google image page. They're typing in keywords that hopefully help you appear. So think wedding photography, or if you're in the product industry and people are searching for your products. If you're a vacation planner and they're searching for vacation inspiration, all of these industries, people might be looking within... Google Images. And the only way your image is going to appear is if you have something called alt text associated with it. So alt text is actually something that has two factors. One, it needs to be, and this is the most important factor, it needs to be written for people who are visually impaired using screen readers. So it needs to describe the image to the user if they are using a screen reader. It can also leverage keywords that then help search engines index your image appropriately and understand the content that lives on your website. So it should be used in both of those ways. More importantly, the first, because that's the whole reason alt text exists in the first page. But as you can imagine, if you are using alt text and if your images are showing up and you are getting indexed, what are those images that are going to make people click? because if they're clicking in Google Images on your images, that's another signal that you have good content. Therefore, that can help improve your rankings. So having these really great brand images are going to be really helpful for you for your website. Third is having a clear brand strategy. Personally, as someone who does all of the keyword research, this is my absolute favorite when someone has a very clear clear direction on their mission, their vision, their personality, their voice, what types of audiences they want to reach, who their niche or non-niche is, or who their like multi-passionate niches are serving. Having this deep understanding in who you are, where you're going, what you do, and why you do it is so important when it comes to keyword research. Because when I do keyword research, I am definitely doing it to help understand the industry. Like, what are those big keywords people are searching for to find your product categories, to find your service, to find what it is that you offer? But how can I help you stand out? I want to dig deeper. I want to get those longer tail keywords, meaning a keyword that's three to five words rather than one to two to help find your exact niche in the SEO space. And I can't do that if you don't have clarity around who it is that you're serving and why you're serving them. Because that's where those longer tail keywords really start to cater to you and your SEO strategy can really take it to the next level with that clear brand strategy. The next is brand awareness. So this one is kind of fun because the search engine page is actually becoming more and more visual so a search engine page is where you type into google these are often called s s e r p s when you type into google what that keyword is that you're searching for hit enter that is a search engine page where you click through all the pages and you decide where you want to go next so this used to be very uh just content heavy lots of text very little visuals, but it's evolving. Now the search engine page, if you look at it, the brand name is really large. It's larger than the URL and your favicon or your little logo or your icon, whatever you've chosen to identify with your website, which P.S. if you haven't done that, definitely do that because that will help you on a search engine page. But that little favicon is bigger. Like if you, this might be something that you've never noticed before, but your subconscious is absolutely noticing it and you are choosing Websites on this page, and a lot of times, the bigger that brand name, if you recognize that brand name, that is going to help you click on that to go for it. And if someone doesn't have their favicon identified and it's just a gray little blurb, or if your logo is not very appealing in that space and you don't have the right submarks to tie to it or if you're just not using anything correctly in that space, that can actually deter people away from clicking on your website. And the more clicks you have, that's actually a signal to search engines that your content is relevant, it's highly valuable, which all of that can help you rank higher for that keyword if people keep clicking on it. The next thing is it can really help secure backlink opportunities. So there's no question that backlinks are super duper important. We talk about this a lot in a lot of different episodes on our podcast and through our email challenge and all of that. Um, But getting backlink opportunities and getting people to link your website on other people's websites, you need to have that credibility factor. And if no one's ever heard of you before, if your website is looking really diy if you don't have a website, if you don't have the right content or the right images that assure the partner you're collaborating with want is resonating with their audience as well, if you don't have that clarity to find out your website, you're not going to get a lot of yeses. You're not going to get a lot of podcast opportunities or a lot of website blog collaborations, uh, whatever that may be. So actually having a clear brand that is easily recognizable through both copy and visuals on your website will help you appear more professional and will make it such an easier yes for you to secure those partnerships and grow your authority with search engines through backlink opportunities. And finally, the final reason, although I could probably talk about this all day, is that a good brand helps you become more recognizable. There's a reason why search engines are now showcasing your brand with bigger presence. It's because it's a huge factor to which results they're going to click on. And if they already know and trust your brand, then you better bet that they're going to be, you're going to be their first click. So we absolutely love parallel pathing this whole process of search and design and building a brand strategy that gets seen is so important because how sad and just worrisome is it when you spend all this money on branding and then you realize that no one can actually see your content and vice versa. If you have an unstable brand that lacks strategy or design, you're not going to get the long-term SEO success in the results that you really wish for. So although these two seem very different in terms of design and being more visually appealing and all of the gorgeous design that comes with it compared to the analytical world of SEO, there really is so much crossover between these two and having that long-term success that you want to see. So if one of these areas feels like it's lacking to you, we would love to help you out. And this is something that too, if you're thinking about a rebrand, it's probably a good idea to consider adding in some sort of SEO in there so that your SEO strategy, your keyword strategy, and all of that really aligns with your new brand strategy and your new brand design. So thank you for listening to another episode of Duo On Air, and we will see you next week. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.